Hello spreaders and welcome to the spread. I'm your host Kaz and welcome to season four. Today, there is a takeover by the ever-so-wonderful Shaz Nderito. You may find her on IG as at queendom.blog. She's a creator of such wonderful and positive content and a great advocate for body positivity, even without knowing. She's an amazing soul and somebody that I have grown to become like such good friends with and I'm so grateful for her being in my life. So this is basically her podcast episode and she interviews me and she wanted you all to be part of getting to know me from like through her eyes. This conversation is extremely personal and just an opportunity for you to get to know me a little bit better because I find that every time I record a podcast episode I'm always um, presenting opportunities for you guys to get to know other people and the work that they do and through my perspective it's always been from my eyes and so it's really about what the other person is doing so what this is is if like what I'm doing so from somebody else's eyes and I thought that would be pretty cool sort of as an introduction especially for people who don't know me who are just jumping into the podcast now even though I do suggest that you should go back to the beginning and listen to all the episodes because we've been doing great work we've been doing God's work so I really do hope that you enjoy this episode I enjoyed being a guest on this show and um, let me know if you know if this is content that you like if you want to hear more of these things like I'm creating content for you so please, your feedback is so important. Make sure you drop us an email on host at thespreadpodcast.com. And if you haven't already, please leave us a great review on Apple Podcasts. Five, five stars. Say something nice. Just let us know how you feel. It's really how we stay at the top. And yes, that is something that is important to us. But without further ado, let's get into it. Hello. Spreaders. How are you? This is Shaz taking over from Kaz just for a little bit. And I hope you guys are going to be okay with that. No, they have to be okay with it. You don't it. have an otherwise. Like an otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be beautiful. That's why you're here. Shit. And, and here, the wonderful thing about today's episode is that we get to have a conversation. Well, you get to listen in on a conversation with Kaz. Having hopefully a conversation about a thing that you normally don't have conversations with in public. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So I feel very honored that I'm here doing this. This yes. is so wonderful. And an opportunity for, you know, because yeah. when I was hosting the show in the very beginning, I had a co-host. Mm. And we used to talk a lot about our personal lives. So people had insight mm. to what was going on in my life. Mm. But now I'm constantly interviewing people mm. and nobody knows what the hell is going in my life and I actually don't even um, let people in really like on social media mm. it's, it feels like you're in on my life but you're not really mm. and I wanted an opportunity for people to get to know me so I think every year yeah I'll do an I'll do an interview oh my goodness that's so exciting I, yeah. I, I feel like already I feel like we don't have enough time because <laughs> <laughs> we've just started no it's true because I but I feel like you you do live a very interesting life and you have lived a very interesting life and I 
probably want to have a conversation mostly today around things that have happened more than going forward. But I also have other questions in my mind right now about Kaz now and then what you're manifesting. So, Ooh. yes, I'm very, I'm very interested. I want to co-manifest with you. I think it's oh, going to be that's wonderful. that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so set the scene for us. Where are we? So, my name is Shaz and I'm sitting in Kaz's beautiful new studio. And it's a beautiful chilly Monday morning and we're sitting out in the balcony of her studio and it's wonderful because there's a rabbit watching us do this um, I've seen a really beautiful dog. the toy yes what's the name the of the rabbit the toy the rabbit well oh wait no like exactly real life <laughs> do you see do you oh, see what people are going to think there's a rabbit watching us what the sex oh, toy wait <laughs> well there might be because hey this is cats. <laughs> like I'm sure if I look hard enough I can find a something rabbit. yes do you remember when we tried to do a podcast at uh, the first time or we did this we were, and we were testing, you were testing out toys or you've just come back from testing yes. out toys and one of them had a battery that wouldn't go off. So it would just go on yes. sporadically. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was wonderful. I, I could not release that podcast episode because there was just <sighs> too many things in there that oh I was just goodness. like, guys. Guys, we can't do this. I can't wait for when you can release the unreleased files. I know. Your listeners will love it. It was They'll such die. a They'll die. Oh my goodness. And it was yeah. such an interesting conversation and the people that you had. Yes. Can we talk about the people of that course, you had? Yeah. So cuz initially actually it was just myself, you Sophie. Mhm. And then Skinny jumped in. Yes. And then Girl Crush Fena jumped in. Exactly. And I was like, oh my God, this is all my wet dreams. Because <laughs> why did in you In one podcast me? episode. You know, putting serviettes <sighs> under my arm because I have such a crush. It was beautiful. Yeah. So when that one's released, oh my goodness, it's going to be I don't wonderful. know if it'll, it'll ever come out. It might be like one of those days when I'm pissed off with somebody, then I'll release it. She's like, bitch, have that revenge podcast. That's what I'll call it. It's just not you, though. It's not. She's not the revenge person. Because if you were to do revenge anything, so many people would be burned. Nairobi would be down. Exactly. Down. Hmm. Mm. Actually, that is perfect. That's perfect for the conversation and the setting that we're in right now. And the conversation that I wanted to start with. Because we're sitting here in this beautiful balcony. And um, I love that I'm the one that gets to do this with you. Because it's something that I've always wanted to do. And I thought I'd have this conversation with you on a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. With no speakers. But you're the one who asked me to come on your podcast and interview you. That's true. But also, I feel like I kind of already manifested it. You, you just asked me the thing I always wanted. Also, Shaz, so, yes. I just always want you. Yeah. On my in my content <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Every time I'm thinking about who would be the ideal person oh. to do this with, it's always I love that you. so much. That's wonderful. And sometimes I'm just like, when can I not call her? Because I call her too much. <laughs> no, call me always. Then I will call you always. Really? Like, guys, you guys. I hope you guys are listening because you're <laughs> witnesses to this. Yes. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love. So, you know, the, I'm sure your listeners are used to this, but I and I do always talk about manifesting, but I really, really believe in it because. Absolutely. So maybe what the spreaders might not know is that I've so I've known Kaz for a bunch of years, and, but personally not that long actually. Like we haven't hung out like this as long. Yeah. But um, so I was thinking about how I first got to know you, and I'd been living in Australia and I'd come back to Kenya, relocated, you know, starting life all over again, and I was dating this guy. Kenyan guy and I loved him and we had a wonderful relationship and on this particular Sunday we went out for this live show at somewhere in Westlands 
at the roundabout, whatever that club used to be called. Someone from West Africa was performing. It was wonderful. We'd had a beautiful afternoon. Okay? We were very much in love. And I was about to introduce him to my family. The reason I say all of this is, so I meet him. We're having drinks. And he's like, hey, have you seen this video of this girl? And first of all, the things that he said about this girl are not even things I care to repeat. It wouldn't do anyone any good. But I remember going, okay, no, I haven't, you know, whatever. And it was kind of like the day before we had like internet on our phones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I would have had to go like to his house or to a cyber to what it, you know, mm. get into that. And so he describes this video and he, t- he talks about this girl like he knows her. And I was like, do you know her? And he's like, no, I don't know her, but you know women. Nah, nah, nah. And I was like, oh, so what's the video? And he describes it to me. And, he t- and apparently it's doing the rounds in his boy circles. And at the club, we have a huge fight. And I'm not even the fighting kind at all. So we have a huge fight. And it takes him by surprise. It takes me by surprise that I'm having a fight with him about it. I'm like, who is this person I've been how how have I been how have I been dating you for it was maybe a couple of months and I didn't know the side to you and he was like what the fuck we were just having a wonderful time this was supposed to be funny we're gonna laugh about it da, 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 da. and Shaz is upset with me and then he was upset at why I was upset with him so we have this huge fight and I break up with him and and you mean you broke you yes. broke wow yeah <laughs> I can't wait for him to hear this podcast actually. <laughs> Okay. Like, yes, do you remember that Sunday? Mm-hmm. So I break up with him. And so the long and short of this story is that we break up because I can't believe that he's circulating a video that to me is very personal. And he's perpetuating this conversation around this girl that he doesn't know, doesn't know anything around it other than that it's a video that's doing the rounds. So it turns out, then you were probably called Karen Lucas. Never. Never? I've never been called Karen Lucas. Are you sure, girl? Because 100%. Okay. So, not <laughs> formally called Karen Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> so, it turns out the girl in the video was you. And mm. it was the release of, I think, I actually don't even know the details well enough, so I'm hoping that I can have this conversation, because I've never. Sure. Not with anyone, not with him, because we just fought and broke up. I never had it with you. But I think what I remember, what I understand from that was it was a personal video. It was a sex tape or something that you had made with mm-hmm. a lover mm-hmm. or a boyfriend, I'm not sure. And he had released it without your consent. Mm-hmm. And so then it did the rounds and you became popular. And I'm assuming for reasons that you never wanted to be popular for, not mm-hmm. intentionally, mm-hmm. right? And then on top of, and, and so then the second time that I saw you was at a club at Sierra and you were doing this amazing song and there's a line in the song that you wrote that you said, um, we care, uh, never trust a man whose mother you've never met. And I thought, girl, now that is what you do. Like, forget, like, for me, that was my lemonade in mm. 20, what was it? But I actually say, okay, so let me actually yes. try and answer some of those so, bef- so before w- the assumptions So happen. I want to say, go, Kaz, oh, okay. can we have that conversation? Oh, okay. Yes. So first of all, it wasn't a video. Mm. Um, it was a a couple of pictures before everybody gets super hyper and goes googling yeah <laughs> mm. you know Kaz's sex tape <laughs> which wasn't a sex tape it okay. was pictures that I intimate pictures that I had taken with my partner that he then released mm. um, and it was uh, about a month after I had released my first album so this was um, it was actually I found out a month to the date because I released my album on the 13th of September twenty. Ooh, 
it's windy sorry guys 20 2006 mm-hmm. and on october the 13th 2006 is when i found out a month mm. later and i had had a fight with my ex at, at the time and i had probably done some shit that pissed him off mm. um but then this is this was his like revenge mm. so it's a revenge porn mm. so to speak <laughs> and um yeah anyway so it was it was a terrible time. It was hurtful. Obviously, it was um, not consensual. Mm. Um, yeah. And then, uh, wait, what had you said? What did you say after that? And then, oh, and then I wrote a song. I wrote a song called Kenyan Woman. And I really wanted to celebrate Kenyan women who had been hurt and, and were able to fight. And yes. I did a whole YouTube series called Kenyan Woman, actually, yes. where I interviewed different Kenyan women who had Un- who had overcome s- really serious struggles in their lives. One who uh, was a cancer survivor, somebody who'd gone through a divorce. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, and so the, so I did a t- t- TV, like a short YouTube series called Kenyan Woman where I interviewed all these different women who uh, were survivors of life's bullshit. Mm. And then I released, and then I wrote a song called mm. Kenyan Woman where the first verse was about um, a Kenyan woman who was a sex worker mm. and who was just trying to get by to feed her kids um, but she's still a Kenyan woman. It's just like after everything that people go through, they're still Kenyan women. Like mm. We're still Kenyan women. Mm. And the second verse was about like an Indian girl mm. who was born and raised in Kenya but mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't perceive Indians to be Kenyans mm. but you know, it's just like her talking about her life and her, her life. Yeah. And she's still a Kenyan woman and then the third verse I wrote about myself mm-hmm. And the lyrics are, uh, I'm a Kenyan woman, I have been abused, I've had my fair share of being misunderstood. Um, I can't remember, but that line is, I can't remember the lyrics (laughs) to my song, Uh, but that particular line is, I'm the naked girl on the internet, Mm -hmm. so never, never trust a man whose mother you've never met. Mm. And I wrote that because the guy that I was dating at the time, I think I had dated him for like two years and he never introduced me to a member of his family, mm. which I thought was really odd because he knew every everybody, every inch of my family. Mm. But also I'm like that. I introduced you to my family on the first date. Yeah. And I had introduced him, uh, like, everybody knew him. All my friends, my family, my father. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord, mm. my father knew him. <laughs> so for me, it was like, uh, yeah. Mm. Like, wh- what does that say about our relationship as well? Yeah. You know, if yeah. you don't, are you like, why are you hiding me? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Well, I feel like in some ways, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think one, it speaks to who he was as a as a man, and 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 for releasing those for whatever reason, right? And that's why I'm saying. I know we we're joking about it earlier, and you releasing, you know, if someone that audio from that podcast, if someone pisses you off. But I also feel like that is also not you. Like we can laugh about yeah. it, but I would be quite surprised. Yeah. And the thing that, and you can't stop me from saying this because you're also one person who doesn't like to hear those things. But so one of the things that I'd love to tell listeners who don't know Kaz personally is that I am constantly surprised with how compassionate she is, especially in light of all the mudslinging and shit and negativity that's been thrown at you and I've always felt and I felt this and so starting with that argument that I had with that boyfriend but then even before I knew you personally I'm just going what is it about this girl like I'm really drawn to it about you and maybe that's what it is it's just Mm. like my my soul or my something has always regardless of what like I've never cared to care for what people have to say because I'm always one I'm always more interested if this you know I'm always more interested in what's happening underneath the surface two not that it really was cancel culture then, but then I don't, I, I don't maybe really subscribe to that because I'm always like, 
who's doing the PR behind what you're hearing about someone else? Yeah. Because I think like that. Sometimes we hear that and you don't actually know what the truth really is. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I love that I'm in your life. I'm sorry for all the people who aren't. I love that you're in my <laughs> life. It's true. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, y'all don't know what a wonderful girl she is. Aww. How kind you are and how compassionate you are. Thank and it's you. a, you're such a gift. Like who you are as a person is such a gift. And it's a wonderful thing. Aww. So there you go. We just didn't you want to make me cry. <laughs> no, no, no crying. It's just, it's one of those things. I'm like, say it. Um, I have a friend of mine, Shiro, who always says, celebrate, don't eulogize. You know, uh-huh. so now, now we celebrate. Yeah, we don't yeah, wait yeah. for. I used to know cars, and she yeah. used to do. Yeah. No, no, yeah. we don't do that thing. Um, so there's that. Um, that said, because um, I still want to go on with this conversation. Okay. Um, are you? Is the relationship you have with this person? Because I also don't know who that is, and that's fine. Is it something that has it has it gone? Did it end there, or is it something that has it? Is it something that has been redeemed? Has he ever apologized? Has it, you know, has it ever gone? Has, has that relationship stayed where it was, or has it progressed in any way, up or down? Um, I forgave him. Yeah. Uh, after he apologized, he's apologized so many times because I also had very many flaring moments of anger over mm. the years. Like, you asshole. <laughs> um, but then we. I forgave him, mm. and um, and now he's he's in my life. Um, I have forgiven him. We've moved past it. I wouldn't say that we are friends because mm-hmm. I don't think he knows me or knows who I am, and I don't think that I I'm willing to give him any more mm. like intimacy of mm. any kind mm. or the privilege of knowing me mm. and who I am and who I've become. Mm. But I don't hate him. Yeah, I've really moved past that time. Yeah. And from moving past that in my life, I realize that there's so much that I can move on from yeah. in life. Yes. Yeah. So that's interesting to hear you say that because it, then it reminds me of something else that you put on your one of your questionnaires on um, Instagram uh, about the whole question of forgiveness. Yeah. Where it starts, you know, how do you decide who you're going to forgive? Yes. How does that go? And I feel like if I had experienced the same thing that you had this would have been a tough thing for me to get yeah. over on, you know, and as genuine as I can imagine, that would be tough because it's, you know, it's libelous, it's slanderous, but still, especially in the Kenyan context, then, you know, like yeah. now people look at my, you know, and your pictures on, on online and it's, everyone's doing it yeah, to a certain extent. It's not such a big deal. Then massive. Absolutely. So it's easy to have carried that on. I would imagine to mm. 20, what mm. are we? 2020. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I'm not really saying congratulations to you for forgiving, <laughs> but I guess I am also saying good for you that you were able to just build that bridge and get over it. Mm. Mm. Is this something that you have talked a lot about in public? Do you still get asked about this? I incident? do. I, mm. I get asked about it all the time. Actually, it's one of the reasons why I stopped doing interviews. Mm. I, I, oh wow, I seldom yeah. do interviews. And I'm more keen on doing international press interviews because nobody's trying to get um, clickbait mm. when they're interviewing me. Mm. And uh, I get asked questions about, so what has it been like for you? It's been 14 motherfucking years is yeah. what it's been. Yes, it has been. A, yes, forever. 14 years. Yeah. Shit. So I just, I, I'm just like, guys, move on. Yeah. Move on. Yes. Yeah. And let people move on as yeah. well. It's I'm amazing that 
that would still be a, a draw card for because you, I'd imagine who would do an interview and what would they have to sell. What angle would they have to sell to their editor or whatever? Yeah, even you? just radio. It's ridiculous. And that's the worst. If an interview was live and then you you just like caught off guard, mm. like how the fuck am I gonna respond to that question? Mm. So, Kaz, mm. your nudes. Mm. You know, just that thing for like yes. click, like clickbait. Mm. <laughs> even this, even if it's audio, it's still clickbait. It's mm. just it is. It's in how they introduce the subject yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for having that conversation with me. I think it's important to be able to reclaim it mm. and make it my own, mm. as opposed to it being asked to me in a way that is that is poking me yeah. to evoke some kind of emotion yeah so i'm happy to have you ask of yeah. course yeah yeah okay and and anyone who wants and to thank ask you for you about being it. gentle about yes. it uh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's anyone me. who wants to ask me shut the fuck up yes. you're not entitled listen to. to the podcast and if that doesn't tell you what you need to know <laughs> then i guess you don't need to know exactly right exactly oh my goodness i'm curious to know i mean we're having a wonderful afternoon but well, I, I'm going to ask you the questions that I always want to ask. And, of course. And hopefully people want to hear it as well. Um, they don't have a choice now. They don't have a choice. But they're <laughs> listening. And listen, guys, you want to listen in. Um, what's an emotion that you find you hide quite often? Hmm. I think it's anger. Oh, what? Yeah, I think it's That's anger. That's a surprise. And I think it's because we... We have been raised in a way, and I'm saying we so loosely, mm -hmm. but I feel like oh, Kenyans are very complacent and are always avoiding conflict. And hmm. we take what we're given. Mm. And I'm one of those people, mm. for, the, for sure, because you don't want to make a scene. It's yeah. always because we are so well colonized yeah. by the British who constantly sweep things under the rugs. The British are best known. Yeah for going to the barber shop, getting a shitty haircut and telling the barber, thank you. And then going home and, and, and being upset or bitching about it. Yeah. So true. Never bitching to the barber. So uh, that's uh, one of the things that we uh, not inherited, but were forced to inherit by the British. Do you know what's funny about that in particular to me is that it's, we're quietest about things that happen to, especially to uh, your personhood, right? Yeah. It's your haircut. It's a masseuse. It's someone who does something to your body. Yeah. We're uncomfortable about addressing it. Like we're more likely to complain about like something you did to my car. Of course. Than something you did to me. That's true. So your manhand. I was like, I was having this exact conversation with my sister, who is she's a powerhouse of a woman, but could not bring herself to complain to her hairdresser that she didn't like how their hair was. So she's like, yeah. I'll just come to you, Shaz, and you can fix it. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. I've just seen you. Like, like, handle a multi, like, million contract deal. Yeah. Like a fucking boss. Big time. International. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But she's like, I can't complain about my hair. You just come and fix it. Wow. But it's things that happen to your person. And yeah. unfortunately, I think if someone can do that to your body... What can't they do to the rest of you? You know, yeah. if, you can't, if you can't speak up for your own. And I think that's why we get so angry when they do something to our cars. Yes. It's because we're, it's all of the pent up <laughs> anger that we've been feeling that's about our bodies. <laughs> You're projecting it. <laughs> exactly. We're like, and then you didn't even ask me. And the poor mechanic There's no is consent. Like, <laughs> the mech is like, what is consent? <laughs> and Kaz is there with her pink hair going, would you be consent? Yeah. <laughs> What's the Swahili word for consent? I really need to know. That's brilliant. Can somebody please just tell me? Yes. Oh my god, that's so, wonderful. Anger. Mm. Because of that, mm. uh, I, I don't like to show people that side of me. 
because I think it's because also there's like an image quote I'm doing air quotes yes. there's an image that I want to maintain that's a happy image that's not angry so that would have been the reason that I would have thought of because I've always thought that and, and I guess we can have a conversation around family and all of that but in my mind you've grown up in a very liberal household you're someone who says what she wants to say so I would never have said that it's the upbringing but I'm also aware that we're brought up not just by our parents but you know school and yeah. there's other systems that yeah. bring us up right but it's but not even it's not even a direct influence. Sometimes you don't realize the things that you learn from your home. Mm. It's not the things that you're told to do. Mm-hmm. It's the things that you in that you learn from seeing. Exactly. And, and actually that's, one of the things. that's the biggest teacher. Yeah. It's the thing when you see like your folks fighting and like like your mom doesn't say anything about something. Yeah. But you know what's happening. And so you don't know that you're learning, oh, we don't speak up for ourselves. Yeah. <sighs> you know what that means. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my word, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so anger. Yeah, anger. And also because I feel like in this day and age, I'd imagine especially for you, being a public figure and people on their phones and recording and putting things out of context. Spreaders, I hope that no one that listens to this perpetuates that nonsense. Mm -hmm. You know, allow people to be angry, to have their moments without you necessarily feeling the need to put it yeah. on blast. And I think anger is such an interesting emotion to talk about because mm-hmm. I've, I was having, I, f- I feel like I actually posted it once on Instagram saying your anger is valid because mm. I think people should be allowed that. Mm. We should be, uh, instead of saying, hey, calm down. No, 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 mm. no, no. Be angry. And, and let people be angry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And that, I feel like that's a whole fucking other <laughs> ball game. How do you even begin to start yeah. that revolution for allowing people to be angry? Kenyans definitely need to be more angry, especially politically. Yeah, like, that's true. we are being fucked in the ass with no consent and no lube. Mm. <laughs> Honestly. Ouch. That's what it feels like being yeah. a Kenyan. Yeah. It's just... It, and then what do we do? We just say sour. And yeah. then we go to the poll stations and we vote for the same asshole. But you know, it's not... Because it starts at home. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we went to a very heavy space. But I also feel necessary. So, mm. fine. Yes? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to take this a little lighter because I just want to, you know... <sighs> exhale. Breathe. Um... I feel like I listen to you a lot. And I would know the answer to this. But what words do you feel you use the most interesting it, yeah it's true <laughs> can i say i love hate that you say that because sometimes i'll say something to you go hmm shaz interesting and you do the thing where like head side you know tilted to the side and i'm like oh fuck good interesting bad interesting we're not sure i have in my bedroom yeah um on the wall yeah. a little uh postcard size those little um like sticky uh, uh ruled papers mm-hmm. the size of a postcard mm-hmm. that says at the top interesting mm-hmm. and then i've crossed it out mm-hmm. and then i've written synonyms and how <laughs> <laughs> this wonderful. is how the answer is at the t- tip of my finger because i use that word so often oh that God, every day i try to teach myself new synonyms yes for the word interesting how's that going it's failing i've already, <laughs> already know how many times i've said it <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> Oh, but I'm working on it. Could you send it's me also a, really far. Please send, send Oh, great. I love it. You put it as <laughs> far away as possible from you. It's just far from... it. If It's it's just far. Just I'll send you bedside. a picture. Please send me a picture. I think okay. that'll be wonderful. That'll be my picture. picture. <laughs> I, had a, I had a chat with Kaz today. And that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so, that's only one word, though. Okay. Uh, absolutely. I say absolutely all the uh, time. Okay. And then I started picking up phrases from my ex. My ex. 
um, like, I say cognizant, but I really like that word. I like mm. that I picked up that word. And I say regarding. Okay. Oh. Okay. Really? Yeah. So, like, regarding the conversation that we had. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Wow. I, say that, I use that That often. feels like you're talking in email speak. I know. I think I, I picked it up from him because I think he speaks in email speak a yeah, lot. Yeah. That, that's what that sounds like to me. Yeah. I feel like the moment you say that, then I go, regarding. oh, I need to, like, refer to the last yeah, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a serious <laughs> question she's asking me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So... I'm interested in where Kaz comes from because I've met your dad and, uh-huh. and what you said earlier is true. You're one of those people who if, you, like, if you're in Kaz's space, then you're introduced to the people in Kaz's life mm-hmm. with a story. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say this about anyone in particular, but let's say Kaz introduced me to her, you know, whoever. She'd be like, ah, oh, she has this. And then she'd be like, and also, so I feel like I very quickly know interesting things. It's not always nasty. It's just like interesting. Oh, I like go, about the people that I introduce you to, yes. like lovers or parents. Yes. Or, so okay. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. She's so, that's the other thing. I'm like, she's so open about this thing. Because I, mm. I feel, especially a lot of things that would be taboo. Yeah. You know, so um, one thing that surprised me when I met your dad and, and then the rest of your family is that you were quite open about what kind of relationship you have with him, um, good days, bad days, whatever that is. And you were very open about what it was that was working or not working, yeah. which is, you know, I love my dad, but I'm not telling people, no matter, like, you, like it takes a while before I'm going, yeah, he's great, but also yeah. there's this thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's a deliberate thing. Is it a deliberate thing? You have to be more detailed with your question because I don't understand okay. what you're asking. Okay, so I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, Okay, we're going to go in, right in. So I know that your mom is since passed. Yes. And watching you interact with your dad and in his new life. um, Slash new wife. New wife. Exactly. Well, I was going to, I was (laughs) going (laughs) to. So it's, it's, it's new life, it's new wife, but it's also new siblings. Yes. As well. Mm. And, you know, on the face of it, I feel like, it's easy to go and go, oh, wow, look at how wonderfully quickly adjusted you are to this situation. And I'm not saying that you're not, but I feel like that doesn't come out very often in a lot of these sort of situations. Yeah. Was that hard? Actually, I'm curious to know, was that hard for you? Was that a hard transition for you? Um, yes, it was very hard. I think I spent, after my dad got married, I didn't speak to either of them for a year. Mm, that's um, a lot. But I'm going to say this. It's because my dad didn't tell me that he was getting married. Mm. So he kept the marriage a secret. I knew he was dating her. And mm-hmm. I was cool, you mm. know, with it. I met, you know, we, she came to a couple of my shows and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they got married and they had a wedding and they didn't tell anybody. Mm. And so that was, that's the thing that made me mad. And so for a, about a year, I didn't speak to either of them. And then I guess I spoke to them after a year when I was like, it's going to take me a year to deal with this bullshit. (laughs) I always give things a year. That's amazing. (laughs) But here's the thing I'm curious to know, because I can't ask him and he's not here. I can only ask you about your experience of that. Yeah. Are you, when someone's like, what is, what is your opinion of why it took it? He, he could not tell you that he had chosen to marry her. Actually, my opinion and his reason are the same. We have spoken about it. Mm, okay. Yeah. 
He, I knew that he was scared of how I would react. Kaz, I'm curious to know. <laughs> I mean... How, how would I react? Baba Kaz <laughs> could not tell you. Look, she's here yeah. laughing with me, but yeah. he could not tell her. Yeah that he was going to do the do. As much He's as I'm a sweet little angelic Look, girl. Oh, and we all believe that, right? <laughs> Listeners. Mm. I'm really hardcore uh, protective of my family members. Mm. I'm hardcore protective of my brother, of mm. my cousins. Mm. Every time they introduce somebody new into the family, I'm mm. like the guard dog. Are you the one that I'm we're scared to meet? Yes, oh, always. And, and my family will always tell you, wait, you haven't met so-and-so. Because yeah. they'll be like, oh, I love your family. They're like, yeah. you haven't met so-and-so. But So they don't call you Kaz, though. No, they call me Som. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So like, that Som, Somini, it's my Maasai name. <laughs> yes. So they're like, you haven't met Somini yet. Mm. Yeah, and mm. that's the thing. So that, you know, like my dad knows. He knows, he knows, he knows. Mm. And so for him, he was just like, I would much rather mm. deal with you and the anger after mm. than tell you before. He's like, let me just have a nice marriage. <laughs> Enjoy my me. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he was... In retrospect, do you think he was right to have... No. Ah, okay. Absolutely not. Okay. He should have told me. But then he would have had to deal with the, the, the protective... And I'd have, I'd have, I, yeah, but that protective is worse than anger. Because I was angry and I didn't speak to him for a year. Mm. When as, whereas, I probably maybe would have gone or maybe not. I probably wouldn't have gone. Mm. Um, but then I'd have been, I wouldn't have been angry for so long. Mm. But then I was angry for him like not telling me. I felt... Like you've deceived me, mm. as opposed to me being angry, and I'm reasonable when mm. I'm angry. So I've been like, actually, why am I? If he's happy with somebody, which look at me eventually yeah. coming round. Yes, and beautifully though, I love watching <laughs> you guys out together. Yeah, but then I would, it would have been a different response, and I wouldn't have been angry with him for so long. Mm. I feel like that was just so much wasted time. Mm. But I'd have just been angry and still been in his life. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm very grateful to the universe that you had the chance to reconcile that because I yeah. feel like with the conversations that I have with people who you know uh, eventually make peace or who never get a chance to make peace this would have been something that maybe would have been a bit heavier not always yeah. but it would have been a bit yeah. heavier so I another thing that I'm really cognizant mm. dun dun, regarding what regarding <laughs> this situation <laughs> yeah. is the fact that because my mother has died mm -hmm. and I know what it feels like to have um, unre I don't know if it's like I don't know what the word I'm looking for irreconcilable mm. emotions mm. like you know when somebody dies and you're like oh my gosh I wish I spent more time with them I wish I did that mm. I'm so cognizant of my relationship with my father in that sense mm. I'm just like that's not going to happen on my clock. Mm. Like regardless of how of an annoying human being he is to me mm -hmm. and probably how annoying of a human being I am to, to him. him. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. we're both super hard-headed. Mm. You should see us bickering. We mm. bicker. Mm. But we bicker because we're so, uh, so, <laughs> like we firmly believe in our own ideas, mm. you know? Mm. And so, like it's passionate like or obstinate. Very. Mm. We're fire. We're both fire. I actually mm. just found out that I have a Leo is in my rising. Mm. So I'm such a fire character and my father is a Leo. Mm. So, it's just that headstrongness and, and we believe and we believe and I'm right and I'm right and I'm right and both of us coming to each other like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, if that's the case, then so be it. But I'm not going to be sitting, standing at my father's deathbed yeah. wishing that I had spent more time with him. Mm. I don't, that, I'll carry many things, but mm. that's not the one thing I want to carry. So I'm curious to know, what was the event that, that, that made, brought you guys together? 
like how did you just go to his home and say dad we need to have a you know i can't remember because my dad and i fight so much okay. and we've done many one years yeah off. okay <laughs> yeah okay so i never <laughs> know what the thing it, you know it usually is i have a concert will you come yes and then he shows up and then we're friends <laughs> i love that that's one of my favorite things is to see your dad somewhere oh my god my dad like everywhere cheering you and getting drinks yeah. and, wh- and i'm like this is wonderful yeah. how, how wonderful in fact when we fight actually the last time we fought my dad was like i'm never coming to any of your shows he was at the next one <laughs> we fight like oh i love it <laughs> we fight like we're age mates <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cute, and 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 but then also he fangirls you. He does. He does. He's actually my biggest fan. For real. Yeah. If you've never seen this, it's one of those beautiful things you've ever seen because it's always like sort of like front and corner on one side, yeah. sort of like watching you, but also watching people who are watching you. And I'm like, oh, does he is do he that? waiting for people to like jump up? I don't know what he's, but it's beautiful yeah. to see. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a beautiful picture to see. I think it's a rare thing to see. Absolutely. Um, and I've. So I'm also in the space where I'm bringing my dad into my life slowly. Mm. And it's a, but also just in the things that I love. Yeah. So we don't just have the father daughter relationship. Yeah. Ooh, God is saying something. Yeah. That's the daddy conversation. That's what that is. Father God. <laughs> Heavenly father. <laughs> it's going, it's passing. Yeah. There we go. Okay. That's done. So then I'm that after talking to you about your dad, then I'm curious to know, are there conversations that you did not get to have with your mom before her passing? Are there any things that you would have liked to have a chat with her about? Yes, but nothing that I regret mm. because um, for the most part, my mom and I were mm. best friends. I mean, I told her, we talked about everything. There is nothing under the sun that we didn't talk about. Um, so I, I really wanted her to be more involved. I was dating a woman at the time. Mm. I wanted her to be more involved in that relationship. Like she had been in the past with relationships that I had been in with men. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted, I wanted them to know each other and to be friends more they'd met a couple of times Mm -hmm. and um, my mother was aware of my sexuality Mm -hmm. and I did tell her about my relationship and Mm -hmm. she was kind of just like "Mm, okay but I wanted there to be a more intimate relationship Mm -hmm. Uh, and and that's it but that was also just like I had been dating her three months Mm -hmm. and then my mom died so I know had there been more time then they would have formed yeah Mm -hmm. because uh, my partner at the time ended up forming a really close relationship with the rest of my family. All of mm. my mom's sisters and everybody. We haven't been together for four years now. Mm. Every single time I go for a family function, mm. they ask about her. They don't ask about anybody else except her. They love her. Oh, wow. They love her so much. In fact, um, she was at my last uh, flea market. Okay. And my auntie was there with my cousin. Yeah. And my auntie was so excited to come for this show because June was performing. Yes. She's such a big fan of June. Well done. And yes. then she loves me. So she's such a big <laughs> fan of me. So she came. But then my ex was there and my ex came she to say her hi. Shit. She was just like, that's it. That's what's made my day. She's like, forget all of you guys. What a good, oh my, what a compliment. They love her. Mm. Everybody loves her. So mm. yeah, that's quite cool. I, okay. I like that. So what was the, what was the kind of, because you say you talked about everything and yeah. you were very close. Yeah. Um, is it because of who she was as a mom? Because, because I'm always curious to know, like, who are the people who born 
Kaz, you know, mm-hmm. where did she, where where did this fruit, which tree did this apple fall from? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like you inhabit many spaces. Yes, you're Kenyan, but you have a very global, you know, perspective on life. You're very, you know, you're. I would say quite adventurous with many things, your sexuality, your life, the things that you want to do, your businesses. You know, we're having a conversation earlier about you starting the flea, air quote, market scene in Kenya. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, so we've had a little chat about your dad. Like, what what was your mom? Like, like, because I never met her. She was exactly like me, I swear. Really? Do you take off her, like, physically? Yes. We look the same. I've seen, a, I've seen one I'll picture. show you more pictures. Yeah. We look the same. We are pretty much the same. Like my mother and my father actually threw parties mm-hmm. that you never missed in Nairobi. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. They were those people. They were the couple that threw the best parties. Um, even when they separated, my dad always threw the best parties. My mom always threw the best parties. I love like that. they they really like to have people yeah. to gather. Yeah. They and, and to cook. Yeah. And for my parents, both individually, and I think that's one of the reasons why they fell in love is that they like to 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 create things that would make other people happy. Mm. She loved food, she loved people. Mm. Uh, she was she's a introvert extrovert like me. She mm. if she could she would create events. But she was a caterer and she uh, made food mm. and she I guess created for events which was pretty much the same thing that I I I'm feel like doing. exactly. Yeah, I was and yeah, she was just she was fun. She was very funny. She had a great sense of humor. Do you think you get your sense of humor from her? Uh, both. Okay. My dad is hilarious. Yeah, like okay. both of them. Yeah. I wish I was grown up enough to have to have been there when they had an existing relationship because yeah. I would have loved to see how they relate. Yes. Knowing now oh what I know about my dad and yes. knowing what I have always known about my mom. Yeah. Like, I, like I imagine it would have been just fun times, yeah. you know? Yeah. But also super um super passionate in the toxic sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know oh, those those relationships it goes both yes. that are super passionate that it's just like this is not working. Yes. Yeah. And that's what my parents' relationship was. Mm. And um, yeah, she uh, she's very much. I'm very much her. I'm yeah. very much her. I look very much like her. I act very much like her. She loved to sing. Yeah. She used to always sing. Yes, I yeah. love that. Oh my goodness. Are there any? Is there any particular like song or sound? Christ- yes. Um, so Christmas was her thing. My mother loved Christmas time only because of Christmas carols. That was her favorite thing. And her favorite, um, her favorite Christmas song was. Oh, Holy Night. Oh, wow. And mm. actually, I'm going to add that here. Sage and I did a Christmas album called Christmas with Kaz and Sage. Mm. And that was an ode to my mother because mm. I did it after my mom died. Mm. Yeah. The angels
So, we're introducing a new mid-segment this year on every single one of our episodes. And we're going to be sharing our favorite African Black or POC podcast. So please feel free to share your thoughts with us. Dive into the DM with your favorite podcasts. You know we're at the spread pod across the board. Today's podcast of the week is Nipa Story. Nipa Story is a storytelling podcast that produces audio versions of short story, fictional stories from Kenya and Africa. The podcast aims to expose its audience to the richness of continental literature and the magic of spoken word. I have had the pleasure of being featured on this podcast as well, and working with Kevin is always such a great joy. He's an advocate that I'm so proud to know. Um, Kevin Mashiro has over 18 years of broadcasting experience under his belt and is now building a career for himself as a writer and a podcaster. He's also a queer rights activist. Please peep his podcast. I've added a direct link in the show notes below. Yeah. Also, I also wanted to ask you something. I I wanted to tell you something. My when people died, Mm. my mother used to really hate when people said passed away Mm. because she thought that it was a it was people not accepting death. Mm. And as soon as my mother died, Mm -hmm. I started saying, "My mother died. My mother has died. My mother died." Yeah. And even though it makes people a little uncomfortable sometimes, I say it because it's almost like an ode to as well. Yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah. So do, then, do you find that people cor- like try to correct you, or no? They don't. They but, just, but are I, they, I are feel they shocked? The yeah. They I stu- the other day, somebody came and asked me, "So how's your mom?" I'm like, "She's dead." Yeah. Can you imagine what that did for oh them? Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was like, a, but I really liked yes. it. I also kind of sometimes enjoyed doing that. But do you feel people? like you also do it for yourself? Because I, I feel like, and I don't. So again, it's that conversation around, um, with someone who has whose parents have parent has passed yeah. and I'm not in that category at this moment but do you feel that uh, there's discomfort around talking with someone whose parent has passed like do you like feel like me with somebody else yes no they're the, they're the, the most comfortable people to talk to because they yeah. understand it okay and actually when somebody's parent dies yeah I will often reach out to them because there's things that I have learned in my mother's in my mother's dying mm. that a lot of they won't hear from other people because oh. a lot of the things that this is really interesting. And I say this to my very, very close friends who lose a parent. Mm. My mother struggled with depression for mm. a long time when she was alive. Mm. And there was so much that she wasn't able to do for me when she was living. Mm. But I always tell people after my mother died, I, there was a closeness to her that I felt that was almost fulfilling mm. S- more than when she was alive. And there was a peace, that peace thing that people talk about is a real thing. Mm. There's a peace that took over me and also just a, don't worry, I got you. And mm. like, finally I felt like, ah, okay, mm. I'm safe. And I know that there's certain things in my life that I will never worry about because I know my mother is looking out for me for real, for real. Mm. And I said every time I know somebody has lost a parent, mm. I'm just like, watch what is about to happen to your life. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, and only you will see it. But your life is about to change because your parent is going to be there for you in their death 
more than they ever could in their life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So in what ways would you say you've experienced, what can you share with, with us that you feel your mom is with you? Money. Mm. I never go broke. Mm. What a visceral, but also like such a tangible thing yeah. to say. I was not expecting that answer. Yeah. That's wonderful. From, from day one. Mm. Like, I will, of course I will, I'll have my moments. Mm. But like, something will always mm. come up. So mm. Always, in the nick of time, mm. something will always come up. And you always feel your mom's Yeah, I'm just like, like thanks. Inputs. Like, yeah. thanks mom. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. And how does that conversation tend to go when you have that conversation with your friends? Is it something that you come back to and they go, oh my gosh, I've never Kaz. had that conversation oh. with my friends. This is the first time I'm talking about it. Oh, wow. Oh, you mean the, the telling my friends who've lost a Actually, parent? Actually, both things. Sorry, I'm emotional. One minute. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Mm. So, wait. So, you've not had this conversation with... I haven't like said like money. Mm. I haven't said that to anyone because mm-hmm. I f- I've always felt like it's a thing that, that we have, like it's just me and mom. Yeah. Like I know she's got me. Yeah. Because that, that was such a big struggle in my life for so long, for both of us. Mm. And I know the one thing my mother wanted to do was to be able to provide financially for me because there was for most of her life she wasn't able to. Mm. And she was raising two children. It was hard for her. And she worked. My mother worked in places like I was in St. Andrews, Turi, and mm. I was in Braeburn, mm. schools that we never could afford. Mm. But my mom worked mm. in these schools and earned 5% of her salary, mm. and the rest of them, her salary went into paying my school fees. Oh, wow. She worked so that I could go to school. When I was done with school, my mother quit her job. She was done raising a child, and she left college to my father. Mm. My mother literally mm. lived, I swear her life was... Oh, her whole life was just based on raising her children mm. and providing for her children mm. and providing for me. Mm. I mean, I can only give a very personal e- example of this because I haven't really had this conversation so much with my brother. Mm. But uh, I know that, that w- our struggle was always money. Mm. We always struggled with money. Mm. And she didn't like that. Mm. One time, my mom got like some money which she was so excited about and she wanted to buy a Volkswagen Beetle she mm-hmm. was so excited about it but I was going to South Africa and I didn't raise the money that I needed to go to South Africa and she just gave me the money for her car and off I went to SA mm. Galavanting oh my goodness to find like school because I was still trying to find my way into college yes. like America is too expensive I really wanted to study musical theater and I yeah. wasn't going to compromise on that yeah so I wasn't going to find a school in Kenya yeah and so I looked at schools in SA, I got accepted, I was trying to get in, but I could, didn't, couldn't afford the fees. I got accepted to so many schools in the US, couldn't afford the fees, mm. couldn't get a scholarship. Mm. Um, so I never really went. Mm. Not really, I never went. Mm. Um, but so she, you know, she was always trying to push and support mm. and all of that. Mm. So like, it's just like, that's, that's the one thing she really wanted to do for me. Mm. And then after she went, it's just like, I have, that's Na- it. That's she now it. she provides. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. And I know there's, I know there's, I know there's a lot of non-believers, 
but also this is not I'm not trying to convert anyone yes. you're or just giving your yeah, which is my, why we're having this conversation yes yeah. and your experience is yours yeah. and what you take out of it is yours yeah. hopefully somebody will find something that resonates with them yeah. I hope you do because I think this is wonderful like yeah. what, a, what a beautiful alternative gift to looking at life and the life after yes. and death and provision I really like that that's wonderful oh well done also what an interesting picture you've painted on well about like the schools that you went to are traditionally like they are at the top yeah the top tier like ivy league exactly schools. but then if someone was to look at you and and i guess the the impression that we get of the people who go to these schools and what kind of life they live and what i mean i i've never heard that story i don't know if it's something that you've mm. mentioned before but i think that's amazing because there again yes she went to Turi, but also it was your mom's passion and life and effort that kept you there yes what a gift mm. oh my goodness what a gift this is amazing okay so just a little longer um on that point because i remember how you i was i spoke to you the day before your birthday last year yes the day before or just before was one of the many times we were trying to record a podcast yes. and you were gonna do the unplugged birthday thing which i think is I understand people wanted to celebrate their birthdays, but I feel like the unplugged birthday is amazing. And you were in this beautiful hotel. Yes. You were going to go to this beautiful hotel and have like this amazing day full of just being massaged and prodded and pulled and have all these wonderful things happen to you. Amen. And Lord yummy knows. food. And dick down. <laughs> Shit. I was coming to... I can oh, sorry. I was sorry. Listeners, I was painting this beautiful picture of asshole. how she came sorry. to like... Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Sorry, oh, wow. go on. I'm sorry, Shaz, it's your show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. We'll deal with that. You're feeding me after, so it's fine. You're giving me drinks. I'm good. Um, so, so, so this is what Kaz was going to do on her birthday. She was going to turn off, switch off her phone for 24 hours or yeah. something like that and stay in this beautiful hotel and, and just have all these beautiful treatments and have uh, amazing meals. And then she had the most beautiful... I won't even go into who he turned out to be, but this beautiful dick appointment appointment. It and like I know, we saw pictures, it was wonderful. Yes. Um, but then the other thing that was really interesting to me and I was I, and I remember just always going, When can I ask Has about this? But also not invade her privacy, is that you were gonna have a conversation with someone, it was it a WhatsApp call or a video call? Could you tell me about that okay. video call? So uh, the way that I had planned my day was in the morning I was going for yoga. The first <laughs> oh. thing I was doing was like a 6 a.m. yoga session. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it gets better. I know better. how you feel about those yoga people. My <laughs> eyes are rolled all the way up into the back of my head, guys. You can't even see the black in my eyes. Just all white. Yeah, massive eye roll. But anyway. So I had a yoga session in the morning and then I had a tarot card reading. Mm. Um, and this amazing tarot card uh, reader, her, her name shit can't remember but her <laughs> instagram handle is moon goddess i think oh lord i'm, I'm i'll plug it somewhere mm. in the somewhere in the in the comment section and um yeah we did a tarot card reading and and i, I remember she said she told me before we did the reading that she wanted me to pinpoint to like things that she wanted to focus on and the one thing that i could think of was just like my mother mm. and my life generally mm, mm. like what what can we see for the future like a like a reading like what do you see in my future i'm curious to know how the reading as far as your mom's concerned how did that yeah. go 
whatever you can share with us. So a lot of the things of what she said, like she picked such beautiful cards. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff of what she said was that she kept saying, okay, you really need to not worry. Like everything, your mom has got everything in control. Mm. She's such a strong force in your life and she's protecting you. Mm. So she said, whatever it is you want to do, ever mm. in life mm. just do it mm. and don't worry about like repercussions or don't mm. hold back like what if because you're protected and mm. she kept saying that and then also another thing that she brought up was she said your mom feels a little neglected that you don't speak to her mm. and um she said you have to be more uh, like intentional mm -hmm. about the way that you speak to her not mm -hmm. just like randomly <laughs> when you feel like which i still do mm. but you know making a, an effort to actually do it and so one of the things for unplugging for my birthday was that I wanted to actually intentionally spend time with mom and mm. speak. And every time I speak, just to speak to her and let her know how I'm mm. feeling and what I want. Also, my birthday fell around the time that it was full moon. In the, it was a full moon. Mm. My birthday was actually Friday the 13th, mm. full moon mm. and full moon in Pisces. I think, or was it a full, it was a full moon in Pisces? I think so. And Pisces was my mom's zodiac. And so it was just, all of these like yeah just like manifesting things mm. around the full moon manifesting things on my birthday um using my mom to manifest things mm. like these are the things um that i'm seeking and i was seeking dick mm. okay. that was one of the things i was seeing i was just like so it's my birthday and i want to get laid my phone is off mm. How is this going to happen? Mm. Do you see how the universe but works? But you know, here's the thing though, and I'm learning this about <laughs> manifesting things. Yeah. You don't have to think about how it will unfold. Yeah, just You manifest. just focus on the thing that you really want. Yeah. So if what you want is like big and veiny yeah. and all over you, yeah. over, you know, some beautiful mm. hotel, yes. then just focus on that. Yes. Then you don't have to walk around going, hey, who are you? Yeah. Who's gonna, you know, that thing. And yeah. I guess, and you got exactly I that. I did. I got exactly what I asked for. So. You exactly know. what I asked for. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love it. That's yeah. so good. That's so good. <laughs> I think manifesting dick is valid. Oh my god. And yummy yeah. dick. I think it's it is. I think I, you I think when you if you start by if you manifest just dick, you'll get just dick. Yes. But if you manifest like a good human being to come with that dick yeah. <laughs> I think it's important. So I'm into the specific manifestation yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I don't want good dick anymore. Yeah. I've had good dick a lot. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that, you know, it's funny. I have this conversation. Well, I actually, I'm interested what you think about it because I feel like there's a lot of, I guess because I'm a comedian and I find it a lot of, there's a lot of comedy around, you know, small dicks, big dicks and all of that stuff. And I don't necessarily believe, this is just Shaz, I don't believe in the big dick, uh, what is it, propaganda. Okay. I feel like. Yes, good thing to have. But also, if you can do other things, that's actually even better. Yeah. So, is that something that you'd say you agree with or don't agree with? I've just taken this very quickly <laughs> away from... <laughs> that's okay. But I want to know. Um, personally? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't believe in the big dick propaganda. All dicks matter. Mm. Um, and and I, I'm so anti-shaming. I have yes. shamed in my life before. I was with a partner who wasn't necessarily um, very well endowed, and I made I l made them know it, mm. which was terrible and must have done a lot of shit to mm. their self-esteem, and mm. I apologize for that. Mm. Um, but but honestly, like I personally, my vagina likes um, a more sizable penis. Mm -hmm. And mostly because I don't like 
other things in my vagina, so I don't like uh, mm. dildos or okay. toys. So even when I'm playing with somebody of the same sex, mm. um, I don't I don't enjoy penetration of other things mm. other than flesh. Yeah. So if the flesh is an actual but penis, sexual organ flesh or fingers as well. Yeah, yeah, flesh. Even finger. Oh but wow. Yeah. I mean, no, I like. I you like. Okay. I like flesh. Okay. I don't like anything other than ah, flesh. Okay, okay, I got yeah. you. Mm. So even tampons, I don't wear tampons. I don't mm. like. I don't like things. I don't wear the ruby cup. Mm. You know, I don't mm. like things in my vagina. Mm. Even my experience with yoni eggs. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. I don't like things in my vagina. Period. Yeah. Unless it's human flesh. Yeah. So when I when I when I am having um, intercourse with a penis. Yeah. <laughs> This is me being completely gender neutral. Yes, I know. I'm like, and I'm like, wow, look at her do this. <laughs> then I, I do prefer for it to be at least average size. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, fair enough, I think. Um, and also for me, I also think the thing is with things that go in your vagina, I think a lot of people underestimate the importance of keeping them clean. And and I mean like fingers as well, because I realize yeah. this is a conversation that I'm like, I don't mean to kill your mood or anything, but, but go you know, wash, your wash, hands. wash your hands. Yeah. Like wash a lot, yeah. anything that, wash it, that yeah. goes up there. Like yeah. my pussy's very, my vagina, my everything is so particular. Yeah. Like she's a whole ecosystem and yeah. things and don't add four yeah. and four nights like Australia. Yeah. Nothing goes in there until we've searched <laughs> it. <laughs> I love it, I love it. It's true. You <laughs> could cause perfect. havoc. That's like, no perfect. things. Yeah. I really so, like that. Yeah. Australia is a bitch. I, used, I lived there for almost 10 years. And you don't just... You can't even go in with, like, a an apple oh you're eating in the plane. I'm, Nothing. Wow. Not yeah. even, like... Even, like, almost like chocolate bar. They almost want to take that away from yeah. you. Yeah. Very particular about what goes inside. Yeah. And I understand. So yeah. There you go. <laughs> My vagina is quite similar to that. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Your I vagina like that. is Australia. Yes. That's I like what that it is. very much. <laughs> Last thing about your mom. Okay. I love... So... I don't know if this is unusual for you, but I enjoy this conversation so much because one, I didn't meet her. My BFF also became my BFF after her mom had passed away. And so my favorite conversations with her is always like, tell me about your mom, you know? And we went to see like her grandma and her grandma was a lot like her mom. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. You, you people are all the same. Like this genes come down the family line. So I feel like in some ways I could be having this conversation with your mom. Yes. But I also feel like, and this is my sort of take on your life, is that you, she sort of would be living vicariously through you. Like a lot of the things that you do now, which not even just to me, but anyone who's looking at sort of the Kenyan scene, you know, the whole conversation, saying th- the fact that we say things like sex positive. Yeah. I feel like it's something that we, in the Kenyan context, a lot of us would have picked that from just listening to you yeah. and being in spaces that you have created. So like, for example, when you do your live podcast sessions and even when you have these conversations, um, what do you like what does your mom say to you now about the things that you're doing now all of that stuff with the, so for example like the spread fest you know and and having conversations that otherwise would be seen as quite controversial and all of that stuff like I would love to know in your what sort of conversation you have with her in your heart in your mind I love that um, my mother has always been very, very supportive mm. of absolutely everything that I've done, mm. and um, and and even gone an extra mile to push me to like you know I always say the, I always say when I'm having really shitty depressive days, uh, the thing that makes me cry the most is I say to myself, look at yourself the way your mother would look at you, mm. or talk to yourself the way your mother would talk to you. Because nobody in the whole entire universe world 
ever ever supported me the way she did ever spoke to me in high regard the way she did mm. and so my mother would have been supportive i mean what? she knew about my my mother raised me come on mm. she knew i was overtly overly sexual she knew about the work i did work with eve ensler she came to watch the vagina monologues i think one mm. so she's been very aware of my journey that is leading that has led up to like the work that i'm doing now mm. so she would be there front mm. and center making sure that my skirt is shorter because mm. that was the woman that she was she mm. would be like that skirt is too long yeah. can you yeah, yeah. Like, in my day we used to wear short short <laughs> short skirts <laughs> which is true by the way yeah a lot of our parents pictures that's exactly exactly what we're and mm. now they want you to mm. pull it down mm. so yeah she 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 would have been supportive and mm. she would have been there she would have been front and center she mm. would have been helping do the tickets at the door she would have that's mom mm. she would have been there working she would have been like your sister mm. yeah <laughs> should have been working yeah. yeah i know i love that my sister jump into i mean they are kyms they are mcs they are everything yeah, yeah. so i feel that oh that's wonderful that's really really good i feel like i wish that's something that i could share like a lot of a lot other moms could see yeah not even so much in you don't have to understand the things that your child is going to but i feel like if you spent a bit more time in those spaces you might appreciate it a bit more yeah you know um and that's one of the reasons why then i like i really love that i see your dad at gigs and all yeah. of that i think that i'm like this is great yeah there's so many and i feel like the kenyan scene's opening a little bit more now for creatives and things like that and i and i would love for their parents for the parents to see their kids do this thing yeah even if they don't understand mm-hmm. it at least understand the world that your children are walking into but that's just me yeah um okay thank you for that that's wonderful how wonderful um i'm curious to know so i feel like you're one of those multi-talented people right like i've had your food i've heard you sing i've watched you do your podcast your pole dancing amazing you still have a twerk lesson that you were gonna give me so i'm gonna collect on that yeah it's one of those things so a twerk lesson i will have to hunt you down yeah i have to sit on you uh no girl i would finish you yes (laughs) please father god no Oh my god, I wish Please you could have seen her face drop, guys. <laughs> There's a fetish it's called smothering. Mm. That's what that is. So I know about it. Mm. So I learned about all these things because people DM me and they go, Oh Shaz, I saw this photo, can we do this thing? And I'm like, Oh, hold up. Yeah. Let me Google that and then we'll get back to it. But yep. I'm like, Wow, okay. And that's exactly what that is. Smothering. It's like yeah. I'll just sit on you to about an inch of and then I wait for like a tap, right? Yeah. And then or whatever, yeah. yeah. However it is you choose. Because there's no safe words. Yeah, what are you? It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, more? Yeah. Less? What are, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't understand it. So yeah. there you go. Smothering. Are you receiving any, I guess, like pushback or anything? Like, are you receiving more support or pushback for all these like, alternative? I haven't received any pushback. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So you've noticed there is a curiosity yeah and also i feel like by now like i i've done the playing like introducing people to different forms of kink over the years and so now people are like ah okay and then when people came to the festival and watched the impact um the art um impact (gasps) play the session i was in that lineup it was wonderful (laughs) yes oh so um people were just like really that that it's so exciting to watch even just the one that jasmine king and i did yeah 
That was, that was so intense. To watch, right? Wait, guys. Okay, that was great. Good for you who was at the fest. <laughs> but the one on the Monday after. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a whole another level. So that that's was level. The, that's the shit that left me twisted. I remember going home and making a video. I was like, hi, Instagram. So I didn't know that, you know. But I, I also hadn't understood, first of all, how wonderful and caring the dom and sub relationship is. Yes. And and the and the the thing that frustrates me about this is because I wish more people would do the work to you know. Still, I have conversations about you like being chapoid and da 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 da, and I feel yeah. like oh my god, this is such a such a base level conversation. Yeah. I wish you would do the work and learn about the yeah. kink world because it's it's actually surprisingly beautiful. It is and caring. It is, which is why I'm so clear. About I can't date anybody who is not in the lifestyle. But you I'm can't. I'm so one hundred percent clear about that. I cannot date anybody who is not in the kink and the BDSM lifestyle. Yeah. Period. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's just a level of co- I, I like. I get it because there's a level of conversation you don't want and need to have. Yes. And especially about safety. Yeah. And not just physical safety. I just want somebody to understand the, the the, vulnerability that mm. comes with, with being in that world. Mm. And how everybody who is, everyone that I know that's in the BDSM kink lifestyle is so soft. Mm. Which is, it's, that's the thing that blew my mind because I was like, I'm watching you. I remember it was such, it was a very close setting. Mm. You know, we had just done all the other things. And you know me, I put my hand up for everything. When yeah. Jazz is like, do you want to, yes, do you want the wax? Yes, I'm like, yeah. yes, me, 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 do everything to me. But then, then there was that particular session with you. And then, so we were watching it happen. Mm-hmm. And then watching sort of, What's the word for the aftercare or aftercare? Oh, is that it? Mm. Yes, for the aftercare. And I remember just going, I feel this is me projecting on you, Kaz. But I remember just going, I feel safer in this setting and with everything that's just happened in front of my eyes in in this situation than I have ever felt in a normal, you know, air quote heterosexual or whatever relationship with a lover who we weren't even doing anything kinky with. Just like regular, normal, boring, like sex, you know. I I was like, that was, it was such a powerful thing. And I'm just going, there's so much side-eye to the kink world and all of that stuff. And I'm like, y'all don't even have half of this. Yeah. Yes? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I've tried. Mm. I I have decided I am not going to date anybody who's outside of the kink BDSM lifestyle. Mm. Because that's what I want for my whole entire life. Mm. That feeling that you felt, Mm. that. Mm. Safety. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And respect. Yeah. Immense respect. respect. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I, I, I like. I want my lovers, even if they're not into the kink. I, I wish they could, what, like, get into that world to understand mm. what that looks like. Yeah. And it's in the words, it's in the action, it's in the mood that you set. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, this is your world, so I, I feel like I was, I'm digressing, but I'm also like, but Kaz, <laughs> no. you're the one that, like, I was comfortable, like, I was there for this, and it was wonderful. Mm. And luckily, I made a friend that I could have these conversations with even if we're not in a sexual relationship because he's in that world. Because I was like, yeah. my, my mind is going to explode and Kaz is too busy. Who can I talk to about this? <laughs> really? So, That's so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so please, Nairobians, do what you need to do. Or even if you're listening from wherever, like get, you know, yeah. come into Nairobi and come for those, I think. Yeah. It's such a gift. I'm so grateful for you, Kaz, honestly. Oh, in I'm so, so many ways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, girl. Anyway, we're just fangirling. But really, really, I am. And I hope that people who meet you say this to you often enough because I feel 
it's so it's the conversation that you and I were having earlier. Yeah. There's so much mystery and all of that around sexuality and stuff like that. And having someone that goes, okay, there's that, but also try this. Let's have a conversation yeah. around this. Yeah. And to put yourself as the face that will take the flack yeah. for the naysayers and the negaholics, well done. Like, hat off to you. Mm. Insert clapping sounds. Insert <laughs> consensual, <laughs> consensual gropes and hugs. Insert all of yeah. that. Like, well done. Okay, can I have one last question? Yes, you can. I can see you looking at the timer. Of the many, because you're a multi-talented human, is there something that you look at that you wish oh my goodness i wish i could learn that but if you if i could be a genie and i could grant you the ability to do x at the snap of my fingers what would that be i read that question and i already had the answers <laughs> <laughs> it's actually three pole moves that i'm trying to to learn that are taking me a lot longer to learn than i thought they would oh wow so it's really those three it's being able to do the aisha okay um well, let me see if i can describe this for a podcast <laughs> So imagine that you're standing in front of a pole. Mm -hmm. You put your right hand on the top of the pole mm -hmm. and you put your left hand almost at the, as far as they can apart from each other, mm -hmm. right? And then you turn, to, you turn your whole body into your right hand. Yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like this. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Until the pole is behind, until, so you wrap it until the pole is behind you. Mm -hmm. So when you turn your body, it's almost like you needle your head in between your arms mm. until your back is facing the pole. Mm -hmm. And then you raise your, then you lift your body off the pole and your legs go up into a... Uh, like they scissor the pole. Yes, exactly. Oh, wow. So that's called the Aisha. Mm -hmm. That's one move I'm trying to learn. Um, the second one is a shoulder mount, mm -hmm. which is basically you have your back to the pole mm -hmm. and you dig in the pole in between your neck and your shoulder, mm -hmm. whichever side, and you hold the pole right above your neck and shoulder where it's dug into your neck and shoulder. And then you lift your legs off the ground to scissor the pole. Oh, wow. That's called a shoulder mount. And um, the third thing, what's the third thing? Is to be able to do an aerial invert, which I've been trying to do for years and i don't know why it's not but like i've actually given myself until the end of this month okay <laughs> i'm just like so i have set myself <laughs> poll goals for every month that i need That's to be able awesome. to have achieved a thing so yeah. my achievement for this month is going to be the aerial invert which i'm kind of sharing the invert stuff on my instagram yes okay we're watching but at the that yeah if there was anything in the world that i could do yeah i know it's <laughs> not like something else that i'm not involved in yeah. you know it's like it's my pole goals no but it's your thing i'm like what's yeah. the thing that you're just like oh my gosh yeah that yeah that, those are my 2020 goals i want to be able to have achieved those things by the end of the year i'm so excited yeah. will we go out for something to celebrate when you do when i do each one yeah we should yeah i should yeah. celebrate my shit more yeah my therapist said to me that i, I need to do that yeah and i'm terrible at doing it but it's mostly because i'm just like i don't want to go out but or go in I don't want to talk to anyone I want to celebrate by switching off my phone and watching a movie on Netflix but that's also a celebration yeah so so I've been doing this called the artist way where you you know you have an artist day yeah. and it, it doesn't have to it, it's not the things that are usually the let's go out for drinks kind of thing yeah yeah it could be that you get a henna tattoo artist to come and do beautiful things on your body or ah, whatever it is it could I be like that. yeah very inside. personal yeah yeah so oh my goodness well, all the best for that. Thank you. Because I know I can't help you. <laughs> That's okay. Just send you good vibes. I'm going to be. I'm going to practice my aerial invert tonight. So yeah. 
wish me luck. This is going to be great. Yes. Okay. Well, I really would love to do this again. Yeah. Because I, 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 de- I, I wanted to talk about past stuff. Yeah. But there's present and future. Oh, and fuck. I love really that. So this is a three part? That would be awesome. So, thank so you. we'll talk about present. At Shaz <laughs> has this wonderful show that she's just started called yes. Lina with Shaz. Yes. So every sun, one every Sunday month. a month, mm-hmm. um, she has this beautiful show, which I attended yesterday. And she was interviewing Jason Runo, yes. who is a really great um, entrepreneur, small business owner, comic, actor, h- amazing human being. Mm. He's one of the few men that I like. Hmm. Every show you're going to interview people? Every show. So she starts off by doing a little stand-up comedy sesh. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on to... In, by the way, Shaz is a comic. Have we said that yet? Hello. Shaz is a comic. <laughs> yeah. So, and then she goes on to these interviews, which are like this. Like, yeah. this was such a... Yes. I wasn't even expecting it to go like this. Okay. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. very happy about that. So thank you. And yeah. then also... Uh, Lena with Shaz, the next time that it's happening, I'll share on IG so you guys can go. Yes. Aw, this was and wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for agreeing to do it. Mm, that was easy. And for agreeing to the next podcast episode. Yes. Which it's is happening. whenever it's going to happen. It's happening. Yeah. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Sure. But if it's later, you know, also, it will be the right time. Yes. <laughs> so. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like this content and you want more, please let me know. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Please make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are on at the spread pod across the board. All the details you might need from this podcast are tagged and highlighted in the show notes below. Till next time, folks. Bye. So I just wanna lay down my body and just expose myself to you. Oh baby, so lay Expose yourself to me too Because I want your love Will you give me love Make my dream a reality